Hi guys, my name is Tashoy. And my name is Natasha. And welcome, welcome to, to His Word. word. Yeah. We are here to bring you His Word through testimonies. And His Word is here to encourage, uplift, inspire, help, believe, and to trust. So what is a testimony, you may ask? I'll let you know. A testimony is a testament of what God is doing in your life. It is powerful to share your testimony and it will help other people who are going through the exact same thing. So guys, please remember to hear his word, speak his word, and share his word. His His word word is God's word. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode on Testimony Tuesdays, hashtag TT. My name is Natasha Brown, your main host, and this is Alana Andrews, my best friend. Hi guys. Now, this episode is called I Am A New Creation, and we've taken our um, verse from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life has begun. Amen. So I feel like 2020 has been a year of just madness, right? Definitely. <laughs> a lot a lot has been happening. We, yeah. we had COVID, we have all kinds of like problems happening this whole year. And obviously it's made it harder for people to actually be in Christ, for people to actually, you know, um, find God and to really mm. read their Bible, to yeah. engage with God. And I feel like this podcast has really helped a lot of people to actually seek him because churches mm. are closed, yeah. you know? So it's like, although everything's now online, it's kind of hard to not have that connection with God yeah. if we aren't in that environment. Of course, yeah. So Alana's here to kind of like speak about 2020, how it's been for her and how she has found God in this time. Obviously, like since March, it's been... Crazy. Roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, it's been like up and down, but I yeah. feel like it's been a great time for us to really find yeah. God and to just change our lives. Mm-hmm. So today's discussion is going to be slightly different to what you're normally used to. And me and Natasia are going to be having a discussion about how 2020 has been for us and how 2020 has contributed to us becoming a new creation. I feel like 2020 has been an amazing year, like regardless of it impacting other people in a bad way, I feel like for me, it's been amazing. Mm. I feel like I've actually found time with Christ. Like prior to COVID happening, I kind of felt like I wasn't really engaged in my Bible. I wasn't really praying as much, but I feel like in March, I was actually able to take a break and, and, you know, Mm. acknowledge God and actually like tell him like, you know what God, I'm not perfect. I haven't been trying to like find you as much as I was supposed to and just use me in the way that you need to actually use me, right? Ever since then, I'm telling life's you, changed life now. has changed completely. <laughs> like he has transformed my whole entire life. I now have a podcast. I now have a business. I now mm. have a lot happening for me. And it's all since COVID because I allowed him to use me and I actually found him in a time where I wasn't really trying to find him, mm. you know? Mm. How about you? How was 2020 for you? Okay, 2020 again has been an amazing year for me, which mm. is interesting because obviously in contrast to the fact that we have a pandemic going on, yeah. you would expect that 2020 would be the year of absolute, you know, trauma um but it was the complete opposite i mean 2020 started off for me um as a difficult year first of all my relationship with god Mm. non-existent absolutely didn't have one yeah um and i came out of a long-term relationship unexpectedly as well so that was like a a complete turmoil for me um but where i suppose 2020 took a new form for me was when you came into my life um we you know our relationship had kind of disintegrated over over the course of the years and so it was really amazing at the time that you did come in my life because it was the most pivotal point 
for me in terms of change happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and because you were so in tune with God at that time as mm-hmm. well, you kind of, okay, basically she forced it upon me. <laughs> she lie. really did force it upon me. Yeah. And I felt like it was a thing where God kept knocking on that door yeah. and I weren't trying to hear it. Yeah. And every day, you know, you were saying to me, pray, re- you know, read the Bible. And through that, you know, you introduced God back into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think from the moment that I opened myself to God again, everything just followed through. You know, I had a business since 2017, but my business really took off this this year in terms yeah. of growth. Um, financially, you know, I came into, you know, a really good financial situation. Um, relationships with my friends, you know, relationships mm-hmm. with my family. Those things were things that over the last few years I didn't really have. And so out of nowhere, those ties really came came into play um what else happened oh went into a new relationship which was unexpected as well I introduced to him which again <laughs> she introduced me to yeah. so I feel like 2020 there was just so much growth that happened one after the other that yeah. you can only turn around and say it's because of God you know absolutely and I feel like you even spoke about how I came back into your life mm. I feel like it's, it's really really important to have the right people around you Definitely. because they're obviously able to encourage you to inspire you and to actually lead you on the correct path mm. if you have like friends around you who all they ever care about is like guys or like going out and, yeah. and doing all these other things which mm. aren't as important you know I just feel like it's so important to have the, that person who you're able mm. to confine in and tell that person you know right now I'm having like a hard time mm. like in Christ mm. how how are you able to advise me in the correct way to find him and, and to change my life yeah I think a really interesting point to add to that as well um whether you're somebody who's watching this as a Christian or someone who's not a Christian mm. you know the bible talks um about you know when you're in a relationship with you know the opposite sex that you need to be in a relationship with someone where you're equally yoked you know Absolutely. and I think people need to also look outside the box and take that a step further and mm. look at your friendships and mm. people that you surround yourself with you know there's that common saying that surround yourself with like-minded individuals because if you're a business person and you surround yourself with friends who are entrepreneurs naturally they're gonna push you because everybody has their days Mm. like me and you we both have our own businesses yeah and sometimes we have to call each other and just say girl you've got this like just to motivate each other so even in your christian walk with god it's important to surround yourself with those type of people because Mm. you know you can have friends for different reasons and different seasons if you want to have a friend for the purpose of just going out for a coffee or going clubbing Mm. that's fine but you also need kind of like a christian support circle so days when you're struggling or days when you don't want to read the bible you can have a friend who's just going to say have you read your bible today have you prayed today? Have Which you I've fasted today? Girl, like, yeah, every day <laughs> because you slip, you yeah. slip, especially when you're in a day and age where you're so busy. You know, we have, well, I have a full-time job. You're at uni. We have our businesses. Like sometimes it's easy to just, sorry to say, forget about God and not read your Bible. So having a friend who can say, um, I've noticed you've not read your Bible today. It's nice. Cause then it's like, oh, actually l- let me do that. You know? Mm-hmm. And you know what you um also spoke about like being in a long term relationship. Mm. Now I was also in a, in a long term relationship, and I feel like me just coming out of that and me and a person who is a hundred and ten percent involved with God mm. that really inspired me as well to yeah. really like you know find Him. Like we always pray like every single night without doubt because it's so important to have God as like a part of your daily life. I feel like a lot of us are only in church twice a week, but Bible talks about how we need to always be in Christ because it's every single day. Like being in Christ is not an easy journey. No. It's so it's so hard. Like I used to have friends who I used to go out with and I was happy, you know? Yeah, but 
I feel like when you come to Christ, it's just like taking away things that you know will cause you to kind of like backslide mm. and to like sin. And I feel like being in the right place as well with the right people, like the um, guy who I'm currently with, he really does encourage me. And I feel mm. like at the start as well of this whole entire year, I went through a lot. I went yeah. through depression. I was there with I you. I was so <laughs> lost. Like I was so, so lost. And like mm. every day I would wake up right for church. I, I would call him and say, you know what? I'm not interested in church right now. Mm. I can't be bothered. Mm. But then he would always say, you know what? Just go, you know, I might have a word. I might have a word. And every, every time I went there, I always had a word. Mm. So it's mm. important to also be with a guy who will encourage you and inspire you in Christ and to pray with you and to push you, you know, because it's not easy. Like being a Christian who is like new in, in Christ and new in their faith, you are on your own, you know? So it's, it's important to have like the right people around you to encourage you and to keep you on the right path. So I kind of feel like on the topic of, you know, being in a relationship with someone who's also a Christian, I think in the Christian community, it's almost like a taboo, a taboo statement that you need to be with someone like that, because you will have Christians who say things like, okay, but you can be in a relationship with someone who's a Christian and they'll still treat you badly. Or, you know, you can be in a relationship with someone who isn't a Christian and the relationship still works. And I think judging from our own experiences in the sense that you've been in a relationship whereby God wasn't at the center. Yeah. And I've been in a relationship where God is wasn't at the center of mine. You really do notice um a, a difference because I could like with my own personal experience, I was in a 5-year relationship with someone who wasn't um was a Christian, but I guess a label. It was just the yeah. term, should yeah. we say. And um I myself was at a point um with God where, you know, I just started uni, so I was kind of drifting from from god so to speak Mm -hmm. and i remember um when i told my parents that i was in a relationship with this particular individual and my parents were really i guess they had an element of concern because it was a thing of okay but you've been brought up as a christian you know why it's important to be with someone that's a christian and i remember saying you know it's fine you don't you don't need to you know or over time we can go to church together over time our relationship in Christ will grow and actually what you realize is it doesn't work you know it doesn't matter how long you try to um endure it for eventually you realize it doesn't work because like you said you're now in a relationship with someone that you can pray with read the bible with you know when you're having things like arguments how are you going to deal with it as as christians you know when you're a christian you know okay you know when things get tough you can just pray about it leave it to god Mm. whereas maybe if you're in a relationship where god isn't at the center you just hang up the phone and don't talk to each other for a couple of days days. yeah 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 yeah, exactly it's so so unhealthy (laughs) yeah so unhealthy and um um it's important to kind of like be with a person who actually wants to be in christ i feel like you can't force it on anyone, you know? Because mm. um, I, I used to date a guy like a long time ago and he would always tell me that, um, you know, it weren't time for him to kind of like mm. find God. And I feel like I can't wait for you yeah. to, to kind of like find God. Like I need to be at, at, at that place where he can use me and use us as well mm. in our relationship. Of course, like, at times where like you aren't happy, yeah? But he will always try and make a way for you. Mm. And I feel like if you're with a guy who actually like, hears that as well, who isn't a, a, a person who's impatient, who isn't a person who gets angry easily, it just, allows you to kind of like make God everything that he, that he needs to be yeah and I, I think mean, following on from that point you have to be so careful as yeah. well because you may be with a partner who is actually willing to um be open to getting to know Christ mm. and open to getting to know your faith mm. um and also it might not just be Christians who are listening to this podcast right now right now it might be you know other religions as well and the mm. thing is you know you have to be careful because you have to ask that you have to 
you have to be careful because you have to ask yourself, why are they doing it? Are they doing it for you? Mm. Are they doing it for themselves? Mm. Are they doing it just to keep you? Because if they're doing it just to keep you, what's going to happen is you can only keep the up for so long. Exactly. You know, you guys may be together for two, three years. You guys are going to church together, this, that, and the third. Mm. And then you get married and all of a sudden you wake up on Sunday morning. Babe, going. are we going to church today? Oh, not interested. I- I'm tired. Yeah. I'll go next week. No, and then, and then you realize actually they weren't doing it for the right reasons. So yeah. You have to be really careful with that. And as well, um, there's a lot of people as well in a lot of churches mm. who only attend church to find a partner, right? Mm. And there's a danger in that as well because yeah. if you're in church for one purpose, you're not really focused on the main purpose of church, which is God, you know? Even when, when it comes to like having a partner, God will put that person in your life when it's time. Mm-hmm. Don't try and force it because I feel like throughout my whole time, like at school, after school, whatever, <laughs> I would force everything. Yeah. You know? I wasn't really yeah. allowing God to kind of bring the person that, that needs to be yeah. in my life to be yeah. in my life. You know, and th- th- that's why we end up with like heartbreaks. And mm. how long has it taken us to get over guys over the course of our lifespan? Well, this heartbreak that we could have avoided, right? you know what I mean? But it's because we weren't allowing God to kind of like come in and take control. So I'm really, really happy that like after everything that, that happened in my life, I prayed about every person that mm. came in my life. I even prayed about her as well. I was like, you know what, God, I need to have friends around me who will encourage me in mm. Christ, you know? And obviously she's like a, a pastor's own daughter so I, I was already aware that I could you know rely on her and that like anytime that I was down because I've been her friend for a long time it would mean that I can actually count on you yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. mm-hmm. so that's amazing so what challenges have you faced in 2020 this year I feel like I've, I've faced minimal challenges but they're big yeah? <laughs> does that make sense yeah, yeah like they're yeah, small yeah. but they're actually yeah, huge yeah so I feel like um in March when God approached me and he told me that I needed to kind of like create a podcast I needed to to create his word. I did not rely on him completely. I thought, you know what, God, I can't do this on my own. This isn't what I need to do. And I feel like a lot of the time when he comes to you and he tells you something, rely on him and trust him. Like even when it's hard, Mm. just rely on him because I feel like he knows why he's come to you and asked you for this purpose you know yeah. he knows why but like in the um, bible it, it talks about how like we don't like anything mm-hmm. he gives us everything that we need to carry out every single yeah. task yeah. like i feel like when it comes to his word like creating the um website creating the um logo just creating everything overall he gave me everything that i needed at that time like i wasn't aware of how to create a website <laughs> i wasn't aware of how to like create anything you know but then he kind of like showed me that you know what i have a lot more in me than i think that i do have yeah. i feel like yeah. a lot of us don't really try and see him as how he sees us. And as well, like when he he was talking to me as well, like he would always tell me to do all these kind of like things, but I would always be like too happy about it. And I, I would think, you know what, it has to happen now, yeah. has to happen tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah. no, like I need to make sure that I'm doing everything in his own timing. Yeah. Because like, even if he hands me like a task right now, even if it happens like a year from now at least it will happen and when it does happen it will be amazing but if I do everything right now when it's not supposed to be right now I will face challenges that I'm not supposed to be facing Mm, you know mm. a a lot of the times things happen in our lives that weren't supposed to happen because we were not prepared to um, wait on God and we were not prepared to just you know 
hear from him. Obviously, it's hard to hear from him when you ain't even aware of who he is, exactly. right? That's yeah. why it's so important to read your own Bible because he will talk to you through reverse, he will talk to you through people, he will talk to you through your pastor, through experiences and dreams, just everything. It's just that you need to be aware and alert when he's coming and knocking on your door. Yeah, and I think just following on from your point, I mean, especially at our journey with God this year, mm-hmm. um, me and Natasha focused a lot on making sure that we were listening to regular preachings during lockdown. That was something that we we really started to it do together. Amazing, yeah. um, and one of the pastors that we were listening to was a pastor from Transformation Church and his name is called Pastor Michael Todd. Mm-hmm. And there's just two really key points that he made that I want to tie into what you said about God giving you visions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the first one, um, and one of the first preachings that we watched together was called Crazy Faith. My and favorite. It, yeah, <laughs> Crazy Faith. Crazy Faith. faith. Yeah. And he talks about crazy faith, yeah. maybe faith, yeah. um, forgazy faith. Like yeah. he gave so many different um, examples of the types examples of faith. Yeah. and concepts. Amazing. And I think um, one of the amazing things that it, you know, for me and Natasha, it really touched us because I think during. The, that period of lockdown, God was sending us both visions about what he wants for our life, mm. where he wants the direction to go. Yeah. And first of all, some of those visions for us, we were like, nah, we got this. You think? Or, nah. I, 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 kind of like, I kind of feel like it was a twofold thing. Yeah. A, a twofold thing of like, we got this. And another thing of like, okay, but God, how? This is too much. Do you know what I mean? Or it was like, God was sending us visions, but yeah. it was like, okay, but, how are we going to do that? And yeah. I, I just want to make the point of saying like, you have a speech impediment, right? Mm-hmm. And so God's sending you a podcast. Yeah. I'm sure when God sent you that vision, it was a bit like, okay, but hold on a minute. God, have you heard me? I was like, <laughs> Did you, you send that to me? the right person? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So God gave you a vision yeah. that at the time was like, that's crazy, crazy faith. Absolutely. Maybe I could have maybe faith, yeah. but how do I... You know, how do I, how do I act on that? And um, it's also the idea of that you can have crazy faith and believe that God has given you something, but other people in your circle might doubt you, you know, and trying to find a way to realize that actually it's not about what other people, mm. God is the one who sent it to you and he will give you the tools. It's like you said, mm. you listen to God and through that God gave you the tools to realize yeah. everything from, you know, from all the equipment that you needed for yeah. the podcast to sending people, um, in your way i just wanted to make a point as well um when he asked me to do the um, podcast i didn't have any equipment Mm. i didn't have nothing but out of nowhere i got this for free so i feel like even when he he, even when he's come to you and he tells you you know what this has to be done he will put people as well in place to hand you things as well for free he will ensure that everything runs smoothly and i feel like Pastor Todd made a great analogy about Mm. Peter and he was like, get out of the boat. And I feel like that was just in my mind for the whole of COVID. Get out the boat. Like it's COVID, I'm at home. I have all this time. Just start it. Because I feel like if you continue to allow the enemy to come in your mind and tell you, oh, you know what? You got a speech impairment. You (laughs) can't do this. Who are you? Do you know what I mean? Don't tell me that. Because God told me that I can do it and therefore I will do it. Yeah, and I think there were two analogies that I've heard over the course of the lockdown. Um, the first one being that God only funds his own ideas and I remember hearing that and I was like Natasha God only funds his ideas you know because I realised that actually you know if you're trying to do something do something do something it's not working then maybe it's because it's not from God but if God gives you a vision trust and believe he's going to make it happen and he's going to give you the tools and you know the other analogy is that sometimes God will show us the path but he won't
won't show us the mountain top mm. or who or he'll show you the mountain top but he won't show you the path yeah. so sometimes god only gives us pieces of that vision sometimes he doesn't give us everything and as humans we'll be like okay god has shown us this and he's shown us this so i'm gonna put this this and this but god yeah. is like i don't nah. ask you to do that That's so sometimes you, you have to take patience you need an element of patience and sometimes you need to know when to act on it so like you said with peter sometimes just get out the boat and take that leap of faith or sometimes you need to just chill and just wait for god to reveal the rest absolutely and you know what's crazy as well like god has called like he's calling all of us right now he's always calling us yeah but it's because a lot of things are happening around us that kind of like it's, it's, it's just too loud, you it know? It distorts everything. Exactly. And I feel like COVID was the perfect time to kind of like to take away everything mm. that was happening around me, like uni, work, friends, always going out like on my phone all the time. And I just I just took some time out and, and just like told him like, you know what, God, I need you to take away all these things that are going to like intervene from me hearing from you. Because it's important to hear from him when, when he's calling you, especially when he's handed you an assignment, yeah. which takes more than just you. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. so like every day i would like b- wake up and, and just like call upon the holy spirit like holy yeah. spirit i cannot do this on my own like i'm scared i feel weak i'd cry every day yeah but i feel like these are things that we we have to like go through to kind of like learn from god and from our own experiences as well oh yeah how about you alana who's <laughs> talking so yeah, much yeah um so i think 2020 you know in terms of challenges similar things to what you're talking about but just to add from it um as i mentioned previously 2020 started off as a difficult um year for me and i think for as long as natasha's known me i've always been like really insecure insecure about how i looked um i recently lost a lot of weight as well so 2020 for me was a challenge about me learning to love myself Mm -hmm. that was the journey that i had to really just go through and you know there was a really important statement that was made and i really believe that was said from god which is learn well and it's, it's even in the bible so we'll have to look up the scripture um but it talks about you know you have to lo- learn to love god first learn to love yourself and then love others mm-hmm. and i think how i've always kind of spent my life and you as well like knowing how you are it's always been a thing where we've always put other us, others first we've always loved other people first mm-hmm. and it's the wrong order mm-hmm. it's the wrong order and you have to put god in the center of everything that you do and so for me it was really a journey because i really started to learn to build that relationship with, with god again so i think the, the year was really about me learning to love god again you know like when you're you're in the talking stage with a guy mm-hmm. and you're getting to know him and it's exciting and it's fresh yeah. that's kind of like what it was for me like creating that relationship with god again being in his word all the time listening to preach um preachings um praying and things like that and communicating with him and then i kind of let that through developing that relationship with god over time i started to to learn to love myself again remember you know who i am find out my identity and things like that and then through that i finally got to a place where i was able to really start to put effort into um other people i remember a point you was making earlier is that you kind of spent a bit of your time like always looking for the right guy um but actually you find that when you learn to love yourself and you focus on yourself that's when god will send people your way because i'm sure with your partner now it wasn't a thing where you were looking for him not at all but after you 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 focused on yourself it was like that that came into play and i kind of feel like that's especially what happened with me i wasn't looking for a relationship but it just so happened that after i got to a place of learning to love myself it was like okay lana you're you're ready now and i'm gonna send that person for you right and obviously it's important for us to kind of like be honest as well like when when it comes to like knowing god sometimes it can be like a love-hate relationship mm. because when you're always 
praying to him and asking him for all these things we expect we expect things to happen like right now it has to happen immediately but when it comes to god it's just you having to love him enough to trust him that you know what when it's time it will come like you know a lot of the times i pray every single night i'm like god i'm asking you for this you're taking a bit too long mate you know <laughs> however it's just about you like trusting him and, and just seeing that you know what his timing is okay and he will never put you to shame mm. that's the one thing that i've been having in my mind as well like god will not put me to shame like regardless of what i'm doing like regardless of who i'm with he will not embarrass me you know he knows me enough that regardless of what like i'm thinking or what i'm going through he will place the right people in my life and you know what even with you as well and your partner mm. like he's able to encourage you he's yeah. able to kind of like, uplift you and to push you in areas that you weren't even aware that I need to push in and you know what sometimes as well like when you're dating a guy who isn't in Christ and then you date a guy who who is in Christ it can be hard sometimes because you learn all these elements from that previous relationship Mm. and then you bring all of that into your new relationship which obviously is of God and and then like for for example with me what have I brought into my 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 current one a lot sis (laughs) no relax (laughs) what have I brought into my Positive or negative, you were adjusting from being in a relationship with someone who puts you first Mm. in everything because you're used to being like the cultivator. So now being with Mm. someone who supports you because he like supports you all the time Mm. and stuff, it was like an adjustment because and because of that, you found it difficult to like fully be open to him because Mm. you were just kind of like your walls were were up. Right, so I wanted to just um, touch on um, Barnard's point about how she had to learn how to love God and then herself. I feel like we are currently in in, in a place in this world right where we always put ourselves first mm. social media instagram me 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 all the time <laughs> I, and, I, I, I. <laughs> right it isn't ever about god and i feel like a lot of people as well like when, when you post about god they get offended or yeah. they feel a type of way you know yeah. i think i feel like the, the amount of people that i've lost on instagram since i've started his word yeah. is just like really mm-hmm. you know i'm just trying to like, encourage you to be more christ-like they just feel offended or like they feel like you're being attacked all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to attack you, sis. I'm just trying to encourage you, you know. I, he's changed my life. Mm-hmm. You see, I'm happy. This yeah. is very rare. <laughs> you understand? This is so rare. Yeah, yeah. But he's changed my life. He's changed, mm-hmm. he's changed Alana's life. And he's helped us to kind of like see ourselves how, you know, he wants us to see ourselves mm-hmm. as strong, gentle and kind and loving and just open. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like those are qualities that are so, so important. Yeah. I think what's really important about something that you said that really just stood out to me is when you said that, you know, you feel like since you've put God first and you started, you know, really showing that to the world, so Mm. to speak, that you lost followers from that. Mm. Um, And it's so interesting because, you know, we live in a day and age where social media is everything. Mm -hmm. And we live in a day and age where, you know, people want to Snapchat everything. Like I, like I know for a fact, you snap snap my whole life. Yeah, she hates it. Like I I really do. Or, you know, if you're in a new relationship, you want to snap, snap, snap. And then when it comes to something to do with God, you may post it, but you may be hesitant for a minute. You may say to yourself, oh wait, actually, how are people gonna perceive that if I post this or or whatever? And it's really interesting because actually, I think like a couple of days ago, there was something on social media. I don't know if you saw it, but there's a a particular comedian who basically posted a skit. In a way, it was very blasphemous um, about Jesus and about God. I think I've watched that. Yeah, it was very blasphemous. And there was uproar on social media about it. And I think something that's so interesting is, you know, when it comes to Christianity, why, and this, I guess this this is the question, Mm. why, you know, 
especially if we're living very godly lives, if you're a, a strong Christian as well, why are we still hesitant to share his word? Why are we still hesitant to share things about him on social media? You know, because there's other um, religions like Islam where they're happy to, to speak about it or, you know, they're very careful about what, what they do and what they say. Mm. But when it comes to the Christian um, relationship, sometimes we're lukewarm or sometimes, you know, we post these things on, on, on social, mm. social media or we, we use God's name in vain and it's okay, you know? Yeah. That's the question. Why are Christians so scared when it comes to, to speaking about God and things like that? I just kind of feel like it's because we are currently in a world where we are filled with a lot of atheists, a lot mm. of people who are kind of like diving into all kinds of other th- things like the new age movement, tarot cards, witchcraft, all kinds of things, which obviously take, which is obviously kind of like seen as more important than Christ. Because I feel like a lot of people, I don't know, I kind of feel like when it comes to Christ, because a lot of people attend church for the title of attending church, people kind of like lose confidence mm. in Christ because yeah. they they kind of feel like, you know what, she attends church, but she's always partying. So it's okay. Yeah. It's not, it's, it it's isn't not okay. okay. It's not okay. Like you need to always be on fire for God. Mm. Understand? And if anyone does anything wrong it's our role to kind of like correct them mm. so as a christian we are supposed to be encouraging other people but also teaching them as well because you know what sometimes like i i may act out but it's because i'm not aware of that mm. so i need other people around me who are also christian yeah. to correct me and yeah. you know what correction is not always bad like this bible his word corrects us all the time yeah. the, the, the amount of times that i've read this um bible and i, I feel offended like god really i'm sorry <laughs> you, you, you know but it's not yeah. to kind of like hurt us it's just to mold us into how we are supposed to be as christians and as people in this world um another question that i wanted to ask and following from what you said you know the common theme here is that when you learn to love god everything else will fall into place hence why 2020 has been a good year for us because yeah. after focusing on god that's where everything else fell into place mm-hmm. But like you said, you know, in this day and age, it's hard to sometimes keep God at the center when you've got Mm -hmm. all these different things going on. Because it's easy to say, oh, I'm going to get up at five in the morning and pray. But when you got work at eight (laughs) o'clock, you know, it's hard. Or it's easy to say every time before I go to bed, I'm going to read the Bible. But when you've got a partner and you want to be on the phone to him to whatever time or when you're tired or when you've got gym early in the morning, you know, it's hard to always always do that and keep that in practice. So I suppose the question here is, what advice would you give or what steps could you potentially take to help to keep God in the center when you have a really busy life? So for me, obviously, you know, I work full time, I have my own business. So sometimes it's just the little things, you know, sometimes it's just taking 10 minutes out of your day to spend time with him. So one of the things that I did, especially during lockdown is when I woke up in the morning, um, I would always listen to gospel music in, in the background. Obviously I have um, a job that allows me to listen to music. So there might not be for everyone but you could for example listen to gospel music in the shower you know that's only five ten minutes out of your day where you're still spending some kind of time time with god because you know that you know we talk about um love languages in terms of in a relationship when you're with a partner but what's your love language with god you know and that's what you really need to establish to find out a way of spending time with him in your in your busy lifestyle. So for example, if you're somebody who loves singing um, and gospel music, then literally just, just singing some gospel music is still spending time with him or talking could be your way of spending time with him. Another thing that I used to do is I'd always make sure that I spend an hour in my day to listen to um, a preaching. So again, that was my way of 
putting God putting first, you know? But you have to try and find a way to make that work in your schedule. Because now, for example, I'm out of lockdown. So it's very difficult for me to do those same things, you know, whereby I was spending an hour at nighttime praying or reading the Bible. It's hard to keep up with that because my life is so busy. So again, my thing is like just making sure that I'm always listening to gospel music. If I'm at the gym or working out, I might listen to gospel music. Because again, that's me spending time with him. Obviously, like you spoke about how you're um, working out and you're having a shower, it allows you to play his music in the background that kind of like will eventually make him a part of your like routine yeah like in lockdown what i was able to do was like to spend time with him at the like start of the day because i feel yeah, like I it's important that, yeah. to like have him at the start of the day to kind of like set everything mm. how it's supposed to be i feel like if you just go in the day and you haven't like prayed to him and you haven't really acknowledged him or asked him for help yeah. so for me it was important to kind of like spend time with him in the morning you know talk about him to people who i am um, cared about and just like having him as part of my daily life like at yeah. work i would just always talk to him obviously i work in a shop so I'm, i actually have time to kind of like talk to him and because i'm wearing a um, mask as well i can just pray <laughs> no one's actually aware that i'm praying yeah. so i feel like even if you can't like spend time with him like in the morning just for buying time throughout your day even if it's just like if you're eating or whatever just pray first about everything and i think you know praying first in the morning it may sound tedious but it's so important because you know one of the questions people normally ask especially new christians is how do i know that god's communicating to me mm-hmm. you know i'm praying to him i'm talking to him but i'm not hearing anything back so how do you know but you know one of the things that i found really amazing when i started to pray in the morning is that you know sometimes there's stuff that would happen throughout the day okay that god would actually communicate and re- reveal to me throughout the day and it would be really important interesting because then I'm like okay you know God God is talking to me so I remember there was one period where um the day started great um and something happened with a particular individual you know in the course of that day and it was it was on on social media and I remember at the time old Lana would have retaliated old Lana would have sent some tweets back yeah but one of the really important things is I remember I was you know one of the things that I pray about in the morning is you know God give me guidance you know help me throughout the day you know keep me keep me pure keep my mind right and instead of retaliating I stopped everything that I did and I just prayed and I kind of just said you know what God you know what, you know how, how I feel, you know I'm vexed, but I'm leaving this to you. Basically, sort it out. Because if you don't sort it out, I'm gonna sort it out. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so the, the, the difference in me praying in the morning is that it helped me to realize, actually Lana, God's got this. When you prayed in the morning, you asked God to take over. You asked God day. to look after you. So why are you there going to retaliate on social media when just go pray and God will sort it out? And trust and believe, didn't God sort it out for me? Didn't he me. sorted it out. So at the end of the day, you know, when you when you pray in the morning, it start the day as you mean to go on. So our final question is, what advice would you give to a person who hasn't had an amazing year or, or hasn't really had a chance to really find God this year? Mm-hmm. so um obviously as we've mentioned previously it's a pandemic you know 2020 has been a difficult year for most people you know whether it's a case of um the loss of relationships the mm-hmm. loss of um the loss of a job and um, mm-hmm. the lost the loss of someone mm-hmm. um and you know 2021 is kind of undetermined you know we don't know what we're walking into it's quite daunting, exactly yeah, when know. when the clock strikes um 12 on new <laughs> year's are we gonna be saying happy new year or is it gonna be more like happy I don't new really know. year yeah, we don't do you know. know but i think um one of the important things is realizing you know people ask questions all the time 
agnostics, atheists, even Christians, where they say, you know, if God exists, why would he allow this to happen? Mm -hmm. If God exists, why did he let COVID happen? If God exists, why would he allow people to die? Um, But what we need to realize is God doesn't purposely make things happen, okay? Mm -hmm. God's given us free will, okay? Mm -hmm. God's given us choice. Because at the end of the day, if God made everything so and made everything perfect, why would we need to go to heaven? Why would we need something better? Because everything on here would be perfect. So God doesn't allow things to happen. God doesn't allow these bad things that happen in your life. God didn't allow you to lose that job. But what God does is God uses those things to You're make good. it better. Okay. Absolutely. So that's why they say the storm, the storm um, is, is, is over now or that there's the calm before the storm. Mm-hmm. Because what that's talking about is it's saying, you know, sometimes there's a storm, but we have to realize is that's just a period in time. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're going through something, that's something that's so easy to forget. You mm-hmm. think that the world is over. It's like, for example, when you come out of a relationship, you're heartbroken. You say, oh my gosh, I'm never gonna find someone else. I am this going is out. It. <laughs> this it's is true. it, this yeah. is over. Oh my gosh, my life is over. Yeah. And then trust and believe six months later, you look back and you're like, is that it? Is that it? Is that it? And <laughs> is that what I was about? Exactly. And so what I'm trying to tell you is it's a period in time. Yeah. So COVID is just a period in time. If this year has been a struggle for you, it's a period in time. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen is God's going to use that to become something even greater. You know, mm-hmm. Psalms 23 or Psalms 27, we'll have to check, um, basically talks about you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's always resonated with me. Because what that basically means is behind the scenes, God is still working. Yeah. So when you're struggling, God has already prepared your table for you. Mm -hmm. You just can't see it yet. So sometimes it's about putting your complete trust in him. Mm -hmm. Again, going back to that idea of faith, putting your complete faith in him, that God is going to use what's happened to make even better. And sometimes it's not even about, you know, talking about using you. Sometimes it's about, he wants to teach us something. There's some kind of growth that needs to happen within that period of time Mm -hmm. that when you come out of it, it will be even better. To just end this um, episode, we have a verse reading by Lana, which is um, Psalms 5. Okay. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Give heed to the voice of my cry. My King and my God, for to you I will pray. My voice you shall hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning I will direct it to you and I will look up. For you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness, nor shall evil dwell with you. So, you know, well, what is that saying to us? You know, that's saying God isn't saying that he takes pleasure in seeing us suffer. God doesn't want to see us suffer. You know, the same way, you know, if you're a parent and your kid falls, scratches their knee and cries, the parent feels hurt, you know? Mm. And I can just kind of imagine it's kind of the same thing with God, that when he sees us suffer and he hears us crying, you know, he he probably feels hurt as well. Mm. But at the same time, you know, God's telling us, you know, he's got us, Mm -hmm. you know, my child, I am with you. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, we are going to go through times of suffering. God doesn't want to see us suffer, but we know that we can cry out to him. And what's important from this verse is that he hears us. I feel like a lot of times we feel like, you know what, he's not Mm -hmm. hearing me, he's not there, but he's always there. And just trust that, you know, even though I may not have an answer right now, I will have an answer eventually. Mm -hmm. So, and I think looking at how you can apply this in the new year going into 2021, I think Mm -hmm. the biggest advice would be learn to give everything to God Mm -hmm. because there are just some battles that you just cannot face on your own. And you know, as much as me and you said that this year has been a good year, we don't know what's going to happen next exactly. year. Things and don't turn. get it twisted. Just because me and Natasha have spoken about how good this year has been for us, 
trust and believe we have our challenges that we face as well but i think one thing one of the things that we've learned is to just say you know what i can't do this god can you deal with it or also find yourself an accountability partner Mm -hmm. so that when you're having those days when you struggle you have someone that you can confide in Mm -hmm. you have someone that can intercede on your behalf because Mm -hmm. sometimes god again sends us people who can help us and they actually intercede on your behalf when Mm -hmm. you're when you're struggling and one of the things that me and natasia did is we set up our own i guess bible study um group chat and and it's really interesting because natasia will meditate with god herself she will fast with god herself and sometimes she'll throw things in that chat and then i will do the same thing and i'll throw things in that chat as well and sometimes there's things that it's like oh i listened to this preaching today natasia i think it might help you Mm -hmm. and vice versa so just having that that other person accountability partner it can really help with with your struggles as well this is now the end of this incredible episode with Alana. Thank you, Alana, for, for coming Hi. on to the final episode. My pleasure. And honestly, it's been a great um, discussion about 2020 and how it's been. And I feel like 2021 is a time for, you know, change. You know, it's, it's time for you to kind of like find God. And even if you aren't um, someone who has a person who you're able to speak to, you know, I've now created like these incredible boxes for anybody who is having a hard time like having faith and like finding God. This um, box has everything that you know you need to kind of like start a journey with God. It has a Bible in there, a notebook, pen, highlighter. It has this incredible book as well, which I created, which has everything in there to kind of like create healthy habits in your week. So like every day I go through how people might feel on that day, for example, on a Monday. Mm. Everyone hates a Monday, but I help you to see that, you know what, at the like start of the, this whole world, it did not look as though it would be a testimony. You know, mm. on, a, on a Monday, it may not seem like it will be a testimony, but it's about you changing your perspective and just allowing God to kind of like work in that day. Mm. So guys, honestly, like even though 2020 has been a hard year, 2021 is just hope for us. You know, continue to have faith, continue to like trust God and and continue to pray and believe in him. For me personally, 2020 has been a year of prayer and fasting. Like I've been fasting and praying more than ever because there's like, as Alana already spoke about, there's like certain challenges that we cannot face on our own. And the thing is we aren't supposed to face these challenges on our own. God always tells us, you know what, our yoke is easy and our burdens light. Like he will take all of that from you. You know, it's just for you to kind of like lean on him and not on, on you basically. So guys, this is the end of our episode and guys, please remember his word is God.